This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time for Emergence News on Plains FM 96.9, citizen-made radio. Hello and welcome to Emergence News, coming to you from Plains FM here in Christchurch. Our program is about the emergence of the world teacher, the Lord Maitreya, who comes with his disciples, the Masters of Wisdom. These Masters and Maitreya are our elder brothers, who have reached a high level of awareness and compassion, and although no longer on the wheel of rebirth or reincarnation, Return to assist us in the new age of Aquarius as it begins. With me today in the studio are Nigel and Shafir. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Peter. And today we're going to be talking about some questions and answers that have been appearing and have long been a feature of Share International magazine. And uh, it's one that I just sort of uh, would give you just as a, um, a warm-up. And somebody's asking, what does Maitreya think about the most urgent problem in the world at present? He says, the most important action with which Maitreya is concerned is the saving of millions of people who currently die from starvation in a world of plenty. He says that nothing so moves him to grief as this shame. The crime of separation must be driven from this world. I affirm that as my purpose. So the first aim of Maitreya is to show humanity that we are one and the same wherever we live, whatever our colour, background or religious belief, the needs of all are the same. Now, Shafir, you're next. What have you got there for us? So uh, this is um, one of the magazines back in uh, last year, and um, every every magazine will hold some questions and answers that people send in um, or that have asked um, Benjamin Krem um, when they go to one of his conferences. And I thought this was a good question to sort of mention today because um, it just gives a little bit of a background of, um, of how... Maitreya has come into the world and and of, of what has been told about it. So the question asks, you know, why do some groups not have a feeling of urgency about the reappearance of Maitreya? And it, when it's talking about the groups, it's talking about the esoteric groups or the ones that are actually, you know, talking about or preparing the way for him. And so he says, one of the problems with certain groups is that they have no sense of urgency. Two major esoteric groups believe from a misunderstanding of what the Master Dwell Cool wrote, that Maitreya will not appear before 2025 or even 2050. And this, even though in the last book, Dwell Cool dictated the reappearance of the Christ, the Master DK states clearly that Maitreya will appear in a physical body in the middle of the 20th century, around 1950, or towards its end. In the event, it was 1977, which is towards the end of the century. Despite all this, they still await him in 2025 or 2050. 
Why? Because in the very first book, Initiation, Humor, and Solar, the Master DK writes that we may look for the return of the Christ sometime around those years. That was the first book written in 1919. Does that mean that those groups have read the first book but not the last book? There are 30 years between the first and the last book, and the ideas and plans of the hierarchy change all the time in relation to the changing conditions, of course. In the meantime, Maitreya announced in 1945 that he himself would return at the earliest possible moment. It was hoped it would be around five years, 1950, in the middle of the century, or later if necessary. So the information of the first book was changed over the 30 years to the new conditions around 1948 or 1949, when the last book was written, and it was possible to say Maitreya would appear towards the middle or end of the century. So he actually appeared in 1977, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Um, he came down from the Himalayas, didn't he? Or Himalayas, is it? Yes, yes. <laughs> and was stationed and has been stationed in London for uh, as his base Yeah. and has been working closely with a lot of swamis. Mm. And, of course, he's omnipresent, isn't he? Yes. So, so he, he can be wherever he decides to be. That's right. But in a physical form, that has been his base in, in London and the UK. Yes, and he did have a big conference with some of the world leaders and that sort of thing, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The spiritual leaders. And uh, and I th- when was that? About eight, in the early 80s? Yeah, I think it was around 1984. Mm. Uh, and there was a sort of, I remember Benjamin Krem saying there was a real window of opportunity for him mm. stepping forward that point. But nobody really had the courage, I think, to sort of step forward and say that they'd met him. and uh, Yes, that's right. I think the, the church got involved and put the kibosh on it, didn't they? Through the yes. <laughs> that's what we're using. You know, yeah, I've, got a, I've got, actually got a question about Maitreya and religion coming up. Sure. Is that right? Oh, well, maybe okay. we should do that then. Good. Well, give us that now then, Nigel. <laughs> okay, well, um, a, a question that was put to um, Benjamin Krem regarding uh, religion is how will the masters and Maitreya bring together the various religions, and if so, how? And Krem said that Maitreya does not come as a religious teacher, but as a spiritual teacher. The aim of the hierarchy is not the unification of all the r- religions. Many of the major religions will in fact continue, although cleansed and purified, not just by the master's and Maitreya, but by better human understanding. There will gradually emerge not exactly a new religion, but a new approach to divinity through invocation rather than through worship, involving not belief, but awareness of and experience of the divine. I might just repeat that last bit because that's... There's quite a it's bit so in that. important for Maitreus emphasizes that, doesn't he? Awareness is uh, awareness and experience. Yes. So, what's going to gradually emerge is not exactly a new religion, but a new approach to divinity, and that will be through invocation rather than worship, yeah. and involves not so much belief, which is historically through centuries it's been all about belief and worship, hasn't it? Yeah. So, not so much worship and belief, but awareness of and the experience of the yeah. divine. Yeah, that's right. And as Alice Bailey would say, that that requires a bit of ponder. You need to ponder on that, don't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Mm. So um, this question I've got is uh, is 
somebody asking, can I see my tray? And it really sort of picks up a little bit from what you were saying. Um, he's, so Benjamin Krem answers, well, you have to be detached even about my tray. I'm not allowed to go and see my tray even if I know where he is, which I do. I never go near him. Even if I know he's at a meeting, I would never go to that meeting. It's not necessary to shake the hands of someone who is real. Either he is real for you in the heart or he isn't. And if he's in your heart, you don't need to see him or shake his hands. Because so many of us, don't we, we really want to sort of be at the feet of the teacher. And Maitreya is bringing forward this new way of being. It's well, really, he, And he doesn't have any intention of being anybody's guru. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, just on that, um, Shafir, um, I've got another question from somebody who says, I read your website, I read your website regularly. Please explain to me why the masters and Maitreya spend their valuable time to appear to someone, to stay sometimes for an hour or two with people who work with you, when they are so busy and there are so many problems in the world, so many people to heal, rescue and comfort. It doesn't seem logical. So that's quite a good question, actually. Mm. And the answer lies in the fact that when Maitreya appears to someone, it is not the master or Maitreya the person sees and talks with, but a familiar, a thought form, which he can invest with some fragment of his consciousness. The mastery of a master, in this case Maitreya, involves being able to divide his consciousness into thousands of separate and simultaneous activities. In Maitreya's case, he is literally omnipresent. That's amazing, isn't it, to think? It's something we find hard to think about in our rational mind. Well, that's that's exactly the point. When I read that Mm. uh, last week, I thought to myself, it's a really good, valid question, but it also indicates how how much us human beings don't fully understand at our level of consciousness. No. No. And we have to get our heads around the fact that these masters, yeah. Maitreya, are far more, they have far more ability yeah. to influence and heal yeah. and help us progress than we could possibly imagine. That's right. It's so, so much further ahead of us. And, and it's sort of, <laughs> yes. it's hard to uh, comprehend, isn't it? And their consciousness is, is about oneness. So they don't really see themselves as separate from anybody. So they can just sort of become. Yeah. You know, and and that's I remember, you know, with one of the um, teachers that I saw is to sort of just think of everybody as Christ or Buddha or you know see that divinity in everybody, and and then you become gradually aware of the oneness. You know, that was one of the practices he gave to his oh, you know, okay. disciples. So, it's a really uh, good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and 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 I think that's what the the masters do. They can appear in a way that they know will touch people or you know that's sort of right. relate well, to them. They're and, trying to get people's heart involved in with their thinking. As well, aren't they? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's both uh, activities are uh, part of the whole picture. And we, we've heard of stories, you know, of my tray sitting there drinking beer with somebody, or having a cigarette with somebody, or I you missed know, that one. <laughs> 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 what brand was he drinking? <laughs> you know, that it's not it's not sort of like all pure yeah. and sort of you know, it's just he's able to relate and at at a person's level, you know. And, right, yeah. sure, yeah, <laughs> great, and. Um, Someone asks here, how hands-on will Maitreya work in relation to humanity when he is openly accepted? How much will he direct things or will he only respond with advice? And Benjamin Krem says, Maitreya is here to advise, guide and teach. He's not here to direct our actions and will not do so. He is a teacher. 
the masters, his immediate disciples, will be available with their higher knowledge and experience for help and advice, as also will Maitreya, but we have to want what we have to do. Maitreya will outline the broad general direction of our thinking, that is, a sense of the oneness of humanity, the absolute necessity for the sharing of the world's resources, and the ending of war and terrorism as a way of solving international problems. When, when we show that we understand this, as much help and advice as we can use will be provided. But we have to work with the changes for ourselves, willingly, gladly making these changes. The masters do not come to tell us what to do. Maitreya has said, I am the architect only mm. of the plan. You, mm. my friends and brothers, are the willing builders of the shining temple of truth, the temple of truth being the new civilization. And that sums up, you know, his purpose and his way of operating, his way of working. He's not here to do it for us. No, not we've at all. We've got to do it. And yeah. in fact, he's not going to openly walk amongst us and openly declare himself until we have reached a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, as far as Maitreya and the Masters, the hierarchy are concerned, it's all about them not infringing our free will. That's right. So yeah. we do have to prepare, as Shafir said earlier, we do have to prepare the way to a certain extent mm. and lay a foundation so that we can listen and listen to the advice and hopefully improve on what we have already begun, which is better human relationships. Yes. So I've got a question here that um, says exactly that. And this this person is saying, so what is my Maitreya's aim for me, for the individual? Um, Benjamin Krem answers, the aim of Maitreya is to bring humanity to God in terms of recognizing the divine in yourself, in ourselves, and expressing it. That means living as if you are a god. That does not involve joining a religion and becoming a nun or a monk, but it does involve acting in relationship to everyone you are in contact with as if they are oneself. To do this, we must live in peace without fighting and competing. Competition must be banished from our ideas of living together. Every single person is a potential God, and every individual has his or own rhythm of growth. Some faster, some slower, some develop along one line, while others may develop differently. And in this way, all aspects of life are covered. And I suppose if you looked at it like that, then, you know, if we're one organism, you know, then we have all these different expressions, don't we? It's, it's the God that is the one in within us that's expressing itself in all these different ways. And so often we hear and we discuss and contemplate the problems of the world. And so often the answer that comes through at the moment is we have to think of the oneness, the unity, our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And most of our problems will be solved if we think as simply as we can. We need to learn yeah. the divine pr- um, principle of sharing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's such a simple, it's simple, but it's not simple to implement when we have so ingrained for hundreds of hundreds of years of being in competition with each other because because profit is the ultimate goal. We have to think more a simple life, simplicity, and looking after our brothers and sisters rather than just looking after you know, personal gain. And it's interesting because this COVID situation has really highlighted this, hasn't it? We're not safe unless everybody is being treated exactly the same. Unless everybody is safe, yes. Yeah, Yeah. and so it's... um, And so we'll keep getting variants arriving until until we finally get it. 
and, and our, I wonder and if that's our, the, the, and our governments get it. Yeah, and I wonder if that's the reason for it. You know, Possibly. to actually teach us to um, work together and actually treat everybody the same. You know, and, mm. and don't infringe people's free will. Yes, as well. <laughs> it's in the book here. Mm. This is the Emergence News on Plains FM. For more information, go to shareinternational.org. All right, I've got a couple more questions to um, Mm -hmm. share regarding Maitreya. How should we address Maitreya, for instance, if we want to talk to him or ask him for his help? And the answer is Maitreya has given us a simple, direct means of contacting him, the use of the hand of Maitreya, which is given for this very purpose. Simply look at it. And that immediately draws his attention to the person asking for his help. Now, if you want to know more about the Hand of Maitreya, you can visit the Share International website. Mm-hmm. Um, we have stalls here in Christchurch, for example, and Share International have information um, booths and stalls um, all over the country and all, all around the world, actually, where you can actually obtain one of these Hands of Maitreya. Mm-hmm. And, um, can you download them from the website, Nigel, do you think? I'm not sure, but... Um, not sure about that. No. But um, our email address, Shafir, if somebody wanted to get a copy... Yes, is, is emergencenews at gmail.com. It's the best single way, according to Maitreya and also Benjamin Cream used to um, inform people, it's the best single way to make direct contact with Maitreya. And I can give an, a, a personal example on that. I remember one day I was coughing and coughing and coughing and I was lying there thinking, gosh, I'm never going to go to sleep. And then I suddenly remembered, oh, the hand. And I just put it on my chest and I mm. just asked for help. And within 10 minutes I was asleep and I didn't, you know, didn't wake up all mm. night, you know. So it really does work, you mm. know. It's like a, it's been a, a real sort of boon to have it. I've got a, um, another interesting one which sort of touches on the priorities for the new times, and these are quotes from Maitreya. And uh, Maitreya says, The world can no longer afford the vast discrepancies between the living standards of the rich and those of the poor nations. And, of course, this is covered by a lot of um, media and journalists around the world now. Wow. It's a really topical issue, mm-hmm. isn't it? That, that imbalance is at the heart of the political and economic problems today. Only in these areas can the problems of humanity truly be solved and open the way for the establishment of right human relations. Humanity is currently going through a spiritual crisis, Mm. but that crisis is focused through the political and economic fields and can only be resolved in those fields. If we cannot share the resources of the world, then we will destroy all life on the planet. Maitreya has said himself that when the needs of the starving millions are met, then the attention of all must turn to the support of our ecosystems. This must become the first priority of all people, young and old. And as you said earlier, Peter, the starving millions is the one issue that truly grieves him. Yes, that's right. It's number one And of course, if we start to look after each other, Mm. then we can start to turn our attention to the planet Mm -hmm. and our ecosystems. And of course, it's the young people that are leading the way in that area. And someone's asking here, could you explain why detachment is so important in presenting the information? And we've 
dedicated quite a few shows here to talking about detachment. And um, anyway, Benjamin Krem answered, he said, I would say that the question of detachment is central both to understanding the role of the groups in presenting the information to the world and in working at the limit of one's capacities, inwardly and outwardly, learning to be detached without being isolated. This is the key, I think, to the statement I made about an insight into the heart of Maitreya. Laden with all the anguish, the pain and suffering, misery, disappointment, yearning of billions of people, and at the same time being able to be funny, to be joyful in the extreme, spontaneous in his relations with people he meets in the street. And he actually does meet quite a few people in the street, and we don't realise this going on. But he gives an example here of a recent, in a recent Share International magazine, a woman found she was being asked for the third time for 65 American cents from a beggar. She began to get slightly annoyed because the first time she gave it gladly, the second time she gave it perhaps with a little more resistance. And this time she said, why is it always 65 cents? <laughs> 65 cents is so specific, but it does not relate to anything, perhaps a 65 cent stamp, and that is about all. Maitreya said, he was talking through the beggar, obviously, it was Maitreya who asked for the 65 cents. It is a gift from God. She said, 65 cents is a gift from God. He said, it's actually 70 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so she's getting a discount. <laughs> this, is, this is a sort of type of humour that yeah. he will have. In yes. his everyday action with people. Because it's not about how much they give, it's about whether they're willing to give, isn't it? Yeah, no. this is it, exactly. <laughs> it. And, and this is um, this is just hilarious to my way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting cheesed off with a 65 cents bit. But <laughs> yeah. yes. well, I've got a couple here rega um, regarding my, um, signs of Maitreya. Right. There are many stories of people being healed by patterns of light which appear all around the world. Is their function one of healing? And the answer is the patterns of light are not healing lights per se, but from time to time Maitreya uses the light demonstration to perform the recorded miracle healings. Mm. And then I've got another question here. The writer says, I am in a way quite surprised that your magazine gives so much importance to Maitreya's miracles. Not that I myself have the slightest doubt, but rather I think speaking too much of the miracles might divert quite a few people away from the path. In a way, my approach would be to tend to be of the following kind. Oh, Lord, I do believe in you in spite of your miracles. <laughs> or maybe it is the word miracle itself that I cannot come to terms with. Because, in fact, what we call miracles is something perfectly natural for the Lord Maitreya. And the most surprising thing about it is that we should be surprised. And the answer is the writer is not alone in their response to our reporting on miracles. Mm. But these are signs of Maitreya's presence. And for many, clear indication that his presence is a fact. Maitreya has said those who search for signs will find them. But my method of manifestation is more simple. For religious people, they are a sign of hope. And many look for and even demand such miracles before they will accept and believe in the existence of the teacher, 
by whatever name they know him. Mm. Because, of course, some people are expecting a teacher, but not necessarily by the name of Maitreya. No, that's right. And some are expecting him to arrive on a cloud. So, you know, there's all sorts of variations of expectation, isn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, well, we hope that that's uh, given you an idea of Maitreya's uh, simple uh, requirements for us to uh, reach um, God understanding, if you like, or self-realisation, as he calls it sometimes. And a bit of insight into his work since 1977. That's right. He's been flat out since then and <laughs> uh, achieved a lot, hasn't he? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. All this information can be found on the Share International website, www.share-international.org. And also don't forget the podcasts, which are available on the Plains FM website. We welcome your comments, questions and feedback. Please contact us at emergencenews at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.